It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, we've had a ton of Patreon subscribers. If you haven't subscribed for the Patreon, make sure you do it. Patreon.com slash the Gentleman's Club. I have a sneaking suspicion it's because of all the stuff that's been going on over at The Zone. Oh, yeah. I think that's what we've gotten like, like we usually get a couple a week. We've gotten like, I think close to 10 at this point in one week. Patreon subscribers. Um, because they think we got the juice, but we we have no juice. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. We have so much juice. Definitely subscribe to the Patreon. Get the goods. See, I don't even know if they're expecting any of the goods. I think that they, the zone is just such a diarrhea bucket that they're just like, we we just want some sense of normalcy for our commute. So they're coming to this, this old diarrhea fart pit, and they're subscribing mm-hmm. on our Patreon, so... Thanks, the zone for imploding. <laughs> yeah, it's helping us out, giving us some cash. Now here's another prank phone call for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a, um, we got a second date follow up. <laughs> so cool, dude. Dude, they're so good. They're so good. We're the new. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to get right into it? But like, uh, uh, somebody sent me a clip of the new. The new zone, right? The new zone. Yeah. And, you know, their whole thing is like, the yeah. wait's finally over. The new zone's in town. Like, nobody was waiting. Nobody nobody <laughs> asked for it. But you could already tell that it is the dude that fired us in charge. Like, he's already put his little, little staple in there. Because remember, he, like, yelled at us to say the station's name slower so he's forcing this new voice guy that they got for the you know the the in between commercials and uh, and talking and all that shit. Um, yeah, he, that guy has to go ninety four one this zone. <laughs> it's like oh my god, I would kill I'll myself. Honest, I have not listened. I yeah. have not listened to it. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. Um, because listeners are stupid, you know. How would they know what they're listening to without some guy <laughs> slow talking at them <laughs> like their children? Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, it. <laughs> it I was thinking, like, is it kind of nice that they pretended that they fired us for COVID reasons? Because I was thinking, because they said they fired us for COVID, we got a little bit of that extra unemployment money. It, we wouldn't qualify for. Uh, I mean, I never qualified for unemployment, but. Um, no, oh, you didn't I, lie the right way to the government. Yeah, no, I like everybody I knew lied to the government yeah. to get unemployment cash. I, I am very afraid of prison and uh, especially federal prisons. So I did not, I did not lie. But I know I don't think it was a like a little. I don't think it was like a parting gift that they lied to our fucking face. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, hey, thanks for that, guys. You know. And also, wouldn't we have qualified for it regardless of the reason they gave us? I think you had to be COVID. I don't know. Look, I'm just trying to find the silver line. And look, I am... Mark, there's just no possible way that they had a they had a pre-meeting before they let us go to say, like, oh, man, what can we do for these guys, you know? Because they also could have given us a severance package, which they didn't after <laughs> sure. we worked there for our entire young adult lives. They just... What they did was uh, spit in my mouth and say, I hope what? you get COVID, you I fat shit. Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hit the bricks, toots, and they stuck a finger in my butt and said, that's... you want little parting gift here you go 
Oh, I didn't even get that. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to, yeah. So, anyways, we're getting a lot of Patreon subscribers. You should subscribe to the Patreon. And you know I what? Forgot how this conversation started. But yeah, okay. That's right. Get to the Patreon. <laughs> what helps a podcast a lot is when you tell your friends, you go tell people, hey, I enjoy this podcast. That's kind of like one of the main ways that these things get um, that get uh, spread around, all right? And I'd say so second, second highest is not just word to mouth, but also all of you heroes that are dropping our link into every single zone comment section you can until you are it's, banned. It's helpful, blocked. okay? Yeah. We're making um, Mark. We're making those shirts. I'm making shirts that say, "I got blocked from 94.1 The Zone's Facebook page," <laughs> and all I got was this T-shirt because I, I feel like there there is a, a growing consortium of Rochesterian heroes that are constantly getting, getting blocked, blocked by those cowards at 94.1 The Zone that decided to pull the plug on everything but can't take a little backlash over it. Um, I was also thinking, like you know, a good way to. Uh, spread the, the word of the gentleman's club we're a religion now um is to you know have like a small gathering maybe 10 15 people at your house unmasked um and just like then you can tell people you know just get you know go into go into places where you have uh large groups of people not socially distanced and then tell them about the gentleman's club and the patreon yeah and i would appreciate you know if rovers morning glory gave us a plug um, if they're listening, I know that, uh, they, they're big listeners. I know that Jeffrey is a huge, uh, Patreon subscriber. Um, he's, he's very dumb. I think he subscribed like eight times, but, um, and he's, he smells this week. He smells terrible. Like it's not a joke that he poops his pants. He smells so, so, so bad. So, um, but thank you for the plug for the free plug. It's so convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Telling a guy he smells like shit. <laughs> well, he's disgusting. <laughs> um, so, I have a. We're gonna save this part for the Patreon. There's an insane thing going on in Rochester with COVID and with businesses closing. Uh, we're gonna discuss it, it. You know, we we do like uh, half of the episode normal where everybody can hear it, and then half the episode only the Patreon subscribers can listen to. So, there's just this insane thing that's happening with a business in Brighton, Shane that um is just hilarious and just shows how fake all of this covid closing down stuff is we're not fake and that's a weird word to use but like jesus how Christ. just We've like gone full rogan my god no no COVID is fake. no it's real but the the reasoning that they're closing down certain things is insane and this weird shutdown or yellow zone orange zone crap is just weird and i have proof of it we're going to talk about it during the Patreon part of the episode, okay? Okay. Um, so you, Shane. Yeah. I honestly thought you were already in Hawaii. I thought for these last few days I've been going, oh, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do with the podcast because you're in Hawaii. And I wasn't going to bother you, like, texting you and stuff. But um, you texted me yesterday. We were just like, so we still doing the podcast? And I was like, oh, I thought you were you're in Hawaii. Not in Hawaii, but that's we're recording this on a Tuesday. That's tomorrow is your trip? Yeah. Is it what's what's the plane ride like? How long is that going to be? Mark, I'm going to be uh, rocking a mask. At, I am being in and out of airports and planes for I think it's 18 hours total. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Yeah, so 
That is rough. That is rough. Yeah. So before I even get a single tan line, I think I'm gonna have a nice, nice N95 mask line. I'm gonna look like all those mm-hmm. hero nurses. <laughs> Did you um did you get like a special mask for the trip? You're like, I'm gonna be on a plane. Um I'm gonna like double mask or anything. I think I am gonna double mask. Um I'm I've got okay. a couple okay. of uh ones that I'm gonna switch out. Somebody did drop over uh drop at our house some like legit N ninety five ones. So we're I'm gonna wear that. I think at one point I'll switch over. I did buy some filters to put inside of a mask, but yeah, we're gonna double up. The wife is gonna wear a face shield like she's a an NFL coach. And uh, I don't know. For how eighteen much. hours? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna be sitting next to a uh, like a welder for eighteen hours, you know. <laughs> what what does she think that's gonna do? Like, just in case some crazy person spits on you? Yeah, I, I don't know. She's worried about the, like, air that's coming down from, the, like, when you turn on the little overhead air thingies. I think she's worried that that's going to, oh, okay. like, blast oh, okay. into her mask or something. I don't, I'm not sure, but whatever makes her feel good, you know? I'm, I wish, so how safe see, is, how I s- wish I had pulled the trigger on a full suit of Mandalorian armor because I would have just worn that. Beskar would, would have protected me from the COVID. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what uh? So what? What are the precautions? When do you have to take your? You have to take a COVID test before you get there. You have to take one when you get there. Have you already done this? When's this happening? So yes, uh, we had our big COVID test. We were able to get in, and we were able to get a rapid test. We got our results back. We're both negative. Had to submit that into the Hawaiian website. Also had to submit. A recent photo of ourselves, which uh, that's nice. scary. I, I did it. I don't think I had to, but I did it. And now Hawaii, as a state, has a selfie of me, which is just very bizarre. I think it's to help their police when they want to crack us down and murder us. Um, but the, so we're good on that end. Now we just every day have to do like a health survey, like a check in, like, hey, how you feeling? What you looking like? How's your PP? Like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if like so you pass the COVID test and then they get the picture and they're like, nah, no thanks. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to pass. Guys. That's what I'm worried about. Like I I took a shower and got like I spiffed up a little bit before I took the selfie because I didn't want Hawaii to be like, listen, we already got enough fatties. <laughs> We're all full up. Uh, they're like, right, they're so like, look at this guy. He looks like a heavy breather. That's no thank you. Oh, Hawaii's full of fat people. That's the whole place is fat people. You'd think it'd be like California or something, or like some beach city where everybody's hot, but it's just depressed fat people, Shane. And you could be a first-hand account of this when you go there and you tell me if this rumor I've been spreading about Hawaiians is actually true. I really don't think it is, but I okay. I will. I will text you to confirm that your <laughs> stereotype that you've made out of nowhere other than rocket power <laughs> is true. Um, so, I've, have people been giving you crap about the the Hawaii trip? About going during the you know a th- we're in the thick of a of a second wave here. Um, nobody has personally called me out. I, I'm not going to be like posting anything about it online because I, you know, I think that people will, I I think, I I think everybody's too much of a coward to call me out 
I think that people are doing it behind our backs. But yeah. I what I am worried about, which I haven't told my wife, but I've told you, is I have been seeing a lot of Native Hawaiians, mostly on Reddit, yelling, uh, you know, that tourists should not be coming to the island and putting them at risk. And I am doing that. Um, so I guess there's a lot. For, this is all through Reddit, so it could be just fake. It could just be one guy that I saw. Yeah. But it's like... There, there's like a lot of animosity against tourists going there right now, so we'll see. Like, I could be, I could be dead by the time this podcast comes out. Um, we'll find out. Well, I, I was looking up uh, Hawaii's COVID cases. It's not like they don't have this shit. They're not freaking New Zealand or something. They have COVID cases. They're getting hit with it, too, so they can go fuck themselves, Shane. From what I understand, one of the islands was clear, and then they started letting tourists back in, and then they got it again. So they didn't didn't come out and put the blame on tourists, but people kind of pieced together, and now they hate fat white people that look like me. So we'll find out, but I guess what hasn't helped is there's been tourists that have been complaining i guess too like writing bad reviews on you know hotel websites and being like entitled like uh, you know i spent five thousand dollars on the trip to hawaii and i couldn't even use the pool without wearing a mask and i don't know we're, we're we literally know nothing about what's going on there like we we have the worst I think travel agent in the history of travel agents. Like I th- yeah, good. We're we're using a travel agent because apparently we are a, a married couple from the '40s. You know, up until this year, I didn't know that that was a career you could still have. But here we are, and I so I kind of figured like, oh, this is like really good that we have somebody that's going to be like this intermediary that's going to tell us all these things right that's going to be like listen so when you go to hawaii just so you know wet willies are illegal if you do a wet willy they'll the police will come and they'll choke you to death but there's been nothing it's been us telling her things like we're just like hey did you know you had to get a test before you go to hawaii and she's like oh wow that's crazy and it's like what are you doing wait you're we have to. How's she not on top of this? We're your only clients. We have to be your only clients. Who else is doing a vacation right now? We're the only selfish pieces of shit that is doing this. So why aren't you like looking up Hawaii rules every single day? By the way, Hawaii rules is a tattoo I am getting <laughs> while I'm in Hawaii, and I'm putting every yeah. native Hawaiian at risk. That was my favorite late '90s MTV show. Uh, Dane Cook used to host it. You know that's what they called the Save by the Bell episode in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that you went to a travel agent. I didn't, like, you guys didn't know how the internet worked? Well, we did right? it because some, just... we, somebody gave us, like, a voucher that we had to use her to get, like, it was, like, a couple hundred bucks off. But, yeah, I was, like, oh, I was, like, super excited that she, this lady was going to, like, help us and be, like, listen, just so you know, when you, like, I just found out today, like, to use a pool at some places, you have to rent it out. Like, that's the type of information that you'd figure would be filtering through a travel agent to us. But we're getting nothing. So, no, right now, if, so, I, what is this podcast coming out? I don't know. Who cares? I could be yeah. dead, but mostly I think we're just doing our quarantine status that we're doing in New York 
in Hawaii. Like, I'm still going to say, like, let's do takeout only. We're just going to do, like, nature stuff. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, super nervous that uh, we're going to get speared. Uh, Wait, <laughs> speared? I don't know. Native Hawaiians, they, I've, all I know about them is from that scene from Fast and the Furious, or the, you know, Hobbs versus Shaw, when they got together and they, they fought off the bad guys at the end, and they used a lot of spears. See, all I know about Hawaii is from Saving Sarah Marshall, and so I just assume you're going to see Mila Kunis's boobs at some point. That's oh, it. I well, hope so. I, I'm not. I'm not judging you, Shane. I'm. I'm just in the. I'm in the school of thought where everybody thinks like so. People are going to try to judge you or whatever, but people, they're they're doing this. Everybody's doing the same crap for the most part. Like people are seeing certain people people are seeing certain friends certain family members but they feel comfortable with it because they you know know these people but then when they see other people kind of bending the rules a little bit or you know taking a four thousand dollar trip to hawaii they then you know start judging because it's not them doing it yeah so here's the other thing when we get back We've already told people that we're not <laughs> we're not hanging out with anybody for Christmas. <laughs> so I think that's we're gonna be dealing with like not only hatred from Native Hawaiians while we're in Hawaii, we have our family's hatred of us when we get back because they're gonna be like, oh, you could you could take a vacation, but you can't come and eat ham with us. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Uh, the, that's not my family. My family's being that way about Christmas too. Again, I'm not like some freaking COVID truther, but like uh, it's just all my sister. She's be she's like super paranoid about COVID. Like is upset that uh, people in my family are going to Wegmans. Like I don't know what you want me to do. Like the people in the house need to eat shit. You know. Yeah, I just found out that my sister in law. And my brother and their their fam, they haven't been to Wegmans since March. Like they've been strictly doing the grocery delivery. I'm like, that is a that is a whole nother level of lifestyle that I'm you know, I'm on board with, but that is that is great. Who who's gotten sick at Wegmans? You know what I mean? Like, has there been some fucking outbreak of COVID at Wegmans that I'm just unaware of here? Um, I think it's tough with the tracing, you know, you don't know where you're, you're getting it from, right? I, I, there could be, there could be, you could get it from doing the self-checkout. Wait, this, I always do the self-checkout. That's, That's my, my go-to. go-to. Yeah, you're touching all those things, right? Oh, you're doing your own funny. bags. Um, so the other day I went in for my consultation, um, to get a vasectomy and I've heard, uh, I've I've already learned so much about vasectomies from older gentlemen that we've worked with, and I, it reminds me a little bit of when Lily was pregnant. Like, um, when Lily was pregnant, she, like every lady that's been pregnant before, feels the urge to tell Lily like horror stories, right? So Lily's pregnant. She's going to have to shit out a baby at some point for the very first time. And just like three weeks before this thing was going to pop out, everybody was just like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was pregnant, I pooped out part of my spine. 
and they had to have a nurse kick my spine back through my asshole into place. And it's like, why are you telling somebody that's going to go through this like a horror story? You know what I mean? Wouldn't you want to know that? I'd want to know that. I know. I want it to go. I want the general conversation from when they're going to be slit and open my sack and cut in uh, a, a couple of tubes. I want the general conversation to be: it's not a big deal. No, you know, it was real easy going. I don't want the conversation to be like it felt like a horse was kicking the inside of my testicles, which somebody has told me that before. I, I'm the opposite. I want to know the worst case scenario because then anything else feels better. I, I mean, we've we've heard it from the same person. I've had generally good stories about vasectomies, right? So I'm not. I wasn't too nervous going in, but I don't like. This seems like it's an experience that I've had every time I go to the doctors or like a, a specialist or like the hospital or something. Do you? If you go to the hospital or you go to a specialist or whatever, do you always have a physician's assistant, like? check you out before the doctor checks you out you know what i mean you're you're talking to the wrong guy mark i haven't seen a doctor or a dentist (laughs) in 15 years i'll give you an example all right i'll give you an example that's not the vasectomy related one like multiple times i think i went to the er once because i was like having chest pains which i'm sure was just a 14 year old mark having anxiety about like something at school or like you know maybe i just ate too much nutella and had heartburn so i was Having chest pains, my mom took me to the ER, and before the doctor at the ER came and checked me out, there was like a some like a medical student that came in, and they're like, "Hey, this is a learning hospital. Do you mind if I do a little checky checky?" And I'm like 14, so I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then they checked me, and then the doctor came in and also checked me. So so maybe like this has happened multiple times, and it's like, oh, so. That first checking out is just you're using my body to teach the medical students, and I could have probably said no. You know what I mean? Sure. Have you ever maybe considered that maybe it could be that your body is a disaster? So it's like one of those things where they're like, you, you gotta see this. You, oh my god! You look at his butt. It is wow. You gotta see this man's wiener. It is insane like they're the doctors are like sneaking in back like listen uh, i know that you think that you're prepared to see a lot of stuff in this position but i i'm telling you right now that you've never seen anything like this in your medical textbooks you gotta go into patient myra's room and you gotta look at that that schlong it is weird as hell dog and then they high five and they're checking you out i'd agree with you but it's always the 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 student or the physician's assistant seeing me first and then the doctor coming in. So the doctor's going to look at my dick no matter what. You know what I mean? If it was the, the that actually happened to Lily when she was uh, given birth at some point, the doctor went and grabbed four medical students and had them look inside of Lily's vagina which was just wide open because the baby was about to come out because she wanted to show the medical students a bunch of liquid pooling at the bottom of Lily's vagina like it was some cave in northern Pennsylvania. Fun fact, a lot of people don't know this. That's actually where COVID started. <laughs> it's at a cave, yeah, it's a wet market going inside on inside of my, uh, my wife's vagina. Um, so the, the vasectomy, I go in and this is just the consultation. We're going to set up. 
you know, the, the, the procedure and stuff. And I go in and the nurse gets me in there and uh, she just has me fill out some forms. And then they're like, okay, doctor, whatever is going to be in in a little bit. But before Dr. Garrison or whatever the hell his name is uh, came up, I hear a knock like, tink, tink, tink. And this guy comes in. He's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a physician's assistant. Do you, uh, do you, mind, if I, um, do you mind if I come in and uh, take a look or whatever? I'm like, okay. Sure. And I'm just like, is this part of it? Maybe he's doing it and then he's just going to report back to the doctor or whatever. So he goes through, you know, what the vasectomy would be. And then they go through all the odds type of thing. They're like, you know, it's got a one in 4,000 chance of um, not working type of thing. It's got a one in 1,000 chance of you having like pain, you know, permanent pain from getting the vasectomy and going through that kind of crap, telling me what the procedure would be, which isn't that big of a deal. You cut some holes in the sack, you pull out the tube, you cut it, you tie it off, and then no spermies come out. Um, made sure to tell me, he said that, <laughs> he made sure to tell me that my load would be the exact same amount of liquid, which I don't... Do people think like you just shoot out dust when you get a vasectomy? Oh, I, I mean, I kind of thought that it would be like a dribbler. No, he said, he said, you, you still, he's like, you got ropes. You still got ropes, bud. Is it still like the same viscosity? Yeah, same, same everything. Same everything. He just said the sperm just gets sucked into your body. So, you know, then they're going through, they ask you how many kids and whatever. Like, this is the closest that, you know how like women are always complaining about how like the government's trying to control their body and stuff like with abortion and whatever, you know? This is the closest that guys come to it because um, they make you wait a certain amount of time after you make your decision. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, but are you sure type of a thing um, before you, you get the vasectomy. And then they really like hammer down. They're like, you're not going to be able to have kids. And it's like, yeah, that's the point. That's what I'm trying to do is not have kids here. And I heard that it, like I've got three kids, so they're fine with me getting a vasectomy. If you have no kids, they really give you crap about it, like getting a vasectomy. Mm. Yeah, so I go in there, got the um, physician's assistant guy, and he's going through all this. I'm like, okay, so he's just giving me the rundown. The doctor doesn't want to do this crap. And then he's like, uh, do you mind if I take a look? So he went he went down on me, and he's fondling the balls. He made me um, squeeze my ass like I had to. He said, like, try, act like you're going to have a bowel movement because he said that I was too nervous and I was tensing up and my testicles were being sucked into my body. Um, so I had to pretend like I'm taking a shit so he can feel, like, the vast difference and all that stuff and then fondle me down there. And uh, so he does that, and I'm like, oh, okay, so this dude's doing everything. All right, fine, whatever. He washes his hands. He gets out of there. A couple minutes later, the doctor comes in, and the doctor goes through everything, the same stuff with me, Shane, the exact same stuff. He's going through, you know, oh, he makes two incisions here so he can cut you the vast deference, and you got a 1 in 4,000 chance of it working and a 1 in 1,000 chance or one in 4,000 chance of it not working, or one in 1,000 chance of it being painful. And, like, he's going through all the same information. I'm like, what the fuck is... Like, the, the last guy just did all this. And then the doctor asks if he can see my balls again. And he's telling me to pretend like I'm pooping because my balls, again, are sucked into my body. And he's fondling me. He's giving me all the same information. Basically, I had to have all of this done twice just because the physician's assistant wanted to, you know? Like, what was the point of him doing Don't it? You, I mean, so 
I guess we're on different ends of this thing. I would want as many people checking in and making sure that this is, you know, checking in on my body. Like, if this was, like, a, a mechanics place, I, I'd be like, yeah, let's just get this done. I don't need a second opinion. But when it comes to my testicles, I want every single, like, person walking the earth to, like, make sure before they're going to do a – like, before they're going to snip into my, my testes, yeah, I want I want a bunch of people to be, like, checking this out. I want nine out of ten dentists to say that, you know – it tastes okay or whatever. I forget how that I commercial go goes. I should go to a dentist and have the book of my balls. I want everybody to be like, yeah, let's do this. I, if one person is like, listen, I felt that vast deference, and boy, oh boy, it's too thick. We can't, we, we can't cut it. It's too hard. It's made of Beskar. I can't stop watching Mandalorian. Um, so they they said that my my scrotum skin is very thin, which would make for an easy um, an easy uh, uh, vasectomy operation for them. I, apparently, some people yeah for them. Some okay. people apparently have very thick scrotums, and it's harder to cut into there. Yeah, I think I've got a thick boy. You do? Yeah. Oh wow. Am I so? I, I hate to brag or anything, but my testicles feel like a rhino's back okay just in case you were wondering in case you're wondering you know and then they said um the one the, the doctor when he was checking my balls he did say something different he said um he goes when you stand for a very long time do your testicles hurt and i said no i don't like i don't think so and he said yeah you have very intense varicose veins on your balls and he said that can cause pain in your testicles when standing up, which there are varicose veins for like for like old people's legs. Do I have I feel like I have testicles that are wiser beyond their years. You know, my testicles are aging faster than the rest of my body. Well, you're not working them out enough. So there's not getting a good blood flow. I don't know. Um it- so when you give yourself the lump check, right, does it feel what? veiny when you're feeling them? I don't ever really give myself the lump check. Oh. You give yourself a lump check? Yeah, all the time. you got to check well, I just yourself had, for lumps. I just had two dudes just all over my balls, so they I'm sure they would have told me. Well, that's what I'm but wondering. I never do it I'm myself. wondering if I got the same thing as you because I every time I do it, I'm like, oh, God damn it, I got the cancer. I feel a lump, but I think it's just a vein. But I, I don't. I don't. Okay. It, it might be because in a more intimate moment, while they were checking my testicles, um, the doctor grabbed my finger and he made me rub up against my testicles. And he said, "You feel that? That's the vast difference, deference or whatever that they're going to cut." So it's very weird having this guy holding my hand, touching my own dick, you know, to feel the 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 landscape of the inside of my testicles. I like, that's like romantic. I, it's like one of those, uh, it's like a scene from a romantic movie where, you know, the guy is coming behind the girl and is teaching her how to do that golf swing, but it's just your testicles oh, yeah. instead of a golf club. I think that's really, it, really cute. It was like, uh, the Patrick Swayze to mean more situation in, uh, in ghost, you know, we were making the pottery, except we were just checking out the inside of my testicles. I can't believe that vasectomies are literally just pull out this cord, cut it. And that's it. Like, sew and, it back and up. And literally tie a knot in it. Like yeah. you're a boy scout. I figure that there is something more to that, but there's, that's no, really man. it. That's really it. It's crazy. So, 
Yeah, and I, I like this doctor because he said one of the biggest reasons that you'll have a failed vasectomy is because um, what doctors will do, they'll, they'll make a slit in the scrotum, right? A two millimeter slit. And there's basically two tubes they have to cut, one for the left testicle, one for the right, right? They'll go on the left side, they'll pull out the tube and they'll cut it and then tie it off. Then they'll go to the right side, pull out the tube and cut it off and, and tie it off or whatever. And then they'll sew you back up. And they said the problem with that is that sometimes they grab the same tube twice and cut it twice. So he said, what I do, what he does is he, he's like, I make two separate cuts. He's like, I make a cut on your left ball. I make a cut on the right side ball. And so I know I'm getting the left side tube and the right side tube. And I like that he's willing to butcher my sack even more just to make sure that I never have a kid again. What I do as a doctor, if I, if I was a vasectomy doctor, I would make uh, 37 different cuts. <laughs> Just, just to make sure we get all hands on deck. I wanna. I'm pulling the whole thing out. You know, like I'm putting a hose away for the winter. I'm, I'm draining it. I'm kinking the line. I'm tying. I'm getting everybody involved. So, so I'm done with the. I, I set it up. I've got my my vasectomy in, in. I think it was like, it's the middle of July or not July. Sorry, January. So it's coming up. It's coming up in like a, a little over a month. So I set that up, and you set it up with like one of the the office ladies, right? The, the that are out there. So I set it up with the office lady when I'm doing the vasectomy, and she's like kind of making jokes about it, like the vasectomy, and um, like I don't know, not good jokes, but like comments like, "Oh, but don't want any more kids, right?" Like I don't know, like sly remarks type of shit. And she keeps on going, and I'm just kind of like half laughing not because i care like none of it's offending me or anything but i just don't know this chick and i just want to go home you know what i mean like i'm just trying to leave a doctor's office filled with sick people during a pandemic and she keeps on like saying all these jokes and then she goes to me she's like uh i'm always making jokes to the vasectomy people and i just never know when i cross the line and i'm like maybe stop making jokes to the vasectomy people you know what i mean Maybe fucking cut it out, lady. Why don't you? What are you putting yourself through this hassle of wondering whether you're you're offending somebody? Somebody might. Be, there's people. It's a urologist. People are in there because they're they got freaking prostate cancer. Maybe stop the ha ha's. You know. Yeah, I mean it's a tough tough gig, right? You gotta get For your her? laughs. You gotta get your laughs, your laughs in when you can, Mark. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I would if I was in that position. I I don't. It's it's like funeral home, you know. Maybe don't be the funniest person if your your job is running a funeral home. Yeah. Anyways, well, how about we do? How about this? For the rest of the for the rest of the episode, you got to be a Patreon subscriber. I'm gonna talk. We're gonna we gotta talk about this. This insanity that's going on with the orange zone, the yellow zone, and it has to do with a business that's in Brighton and what's going on with them that just shows just how just none of this makes sense, like how they're doing it. So we'll do that for the Patreon. Subscribe on Spotify. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash the Gentleman's Club. That's gentleman with an E, right? I guess uh, I, I'm just going to say, how bad do we look? You know, we've got... 
we've got one guy on the show that's going on a vacation during the pandemic and another guy that's setting up an elective surgery. <laughs> like we Yes. <laughs> and we we've been crapping on Bob Lonsberry. <laughs> Look, I Lily has been really adamant that I get a vasectomy. Oh, like, that's yeah, it's she just she doesn't <laughs> want any more kids in her. Couldn't she get her tubes tied? Shane, you know that's an invasive surgery. They cut the woman from the forehead all the way down to the vagina. They fillet her like a turkey that's going to be cooked on a grill. They rip everything out of her. They put robot parts in her. Okay? A woman cannot do that. I'm just saying that if she really, really wanted it, she could have taken care of it herself. But Yeah, she's going to no, be begging snips, some other guy. And she's gonna snip get your weird her. testicles. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll go. Everybody, everybody, uh, go subscribe to the Patreon.